Your Money, Your Life, Controlled by You, Podcast, with your hosts Ashley Gowans and Jackie Hendricks. Are you tired of feeling like you're losing control? We will use our knowledge and our experience to help you gain confidence in your ability to create a secure financial future and live the life that you desire. Hello and welcome to Your Money, Your Life, Controlled by You with your host, Ashley Goins and Jackie Hendricks. Today, we're going to be talking about term life insurance. This is one of the most commonly used forms of life insurance there is out there. But we're going to go into a deeper detail so you have a better understanding of what it's all about and how you can use it and glean from it what you need in order to move your family forward and protect your assets. Term life insurance is essentially covering you for a term or a period of time. It is a contract between you and the provider, the insurance company. It is set for a specific amount of time, whether it's five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20, 25, 30. That is the term in which you have coverage. It is set up with specific parameters in place that if you promise to pay your premiums on a monthly basis on time, that the insurance company is going to pay your beneficiary your death benefit. Why is this the most common used form of life insurance? The reason why it's one of the most common used forms of life insurance is the accessibility and affordability. The insurance company looks at your health, your age, and your life expectancy, and that's how they come up with these terms and parameters for the life insurance company. Another thing they look at are risks. Can you name some of the risks that they would be looking at? One of the most common risks that they look at and the most important is whether or not you're a smoker or a non-smoker. And then they look at your hobbies, such as, are you a race car driver? Are you going skydiving? Do you like to scuba dive? These all come into account when they are making you an offer to cover your life for whatever the term may be. They are looking at potential risk that could possibly shorten your life expectancy. Not only with smoking, but Are you a heavy drinker? Do you use recreational drugs? Like your family history, do you have a family history of members not living a full life? Maybe the men in the family die at age 50 to 60. That is something they're gonna take into account. They also look at medications you take. Another thing they look at is your driving record, whether you do a lot of foreign travel, or if you've ever been incarcerated or have a felony. Now you're like, why would these make a difference? Go ahead, Ashley. Tell us why that would make a difference in people's assessment of the risks for insurance. Because let's just take, for example, that you've got three DUIs. So at this point, you're a habitual offender. Where you're not only putting your life at risk, but you're also putting other people's life at risk. When it comes to insurance, think about your automobile insurance. Every time that you get in an accident, doesn't your automobile insurance go up? With life insurance, they're giving you a level death benefit in most cases. Now, there is another type that we're going to discuss, 
but they're giving you a level death benefit that says that if you have an accident or if you unfortunately die of natural causes, that your beneficiary is going to get the amount that's been predetermined. Where if you're doing these more riskier activities, then you're taking a risk of actually shortening your life expectancy. Another thing to think about is I could apply at one carrier and I could apply at another carrier. Each company has its own formula to determine the risk and therefore premiums with the different companies will vary. Predetermined amounts or the term, the period of time when you sign the contract for your death benefit. Now, what would happen if, let's say I have a term for 10 years, I don't renew it or something happens to me. Let's go over the two different scenarios there. If you've come to the end of your term, whether it's five years, 10 years, 15, whatever the case may be, and it's not what we call a convertible term, you have paid all this money in and you no longer have life insurance. There is an exception to that rule. If you are young enough and healthy enough to be able to qualify for a term policy that has what is called return of premium, then you have two options. At the end of that term, you can either get some or all, depending on the carrier, of what you've paid into back out of that policy, or you can take a paid up policy. So it's gonna be a reduced face amount for the um, paid up policy, but you'll never owe another single penny on that and the life insurance will remain in effect. Let's back up to an example that you were talking about with different hobbies and things. Let's take a race car driver, for instance, okay? Just because he's a race car driver is not ineligible for coverage. But when he's in that race car and if something unforeseen were to happen, it would not cover him at that time. Yeah, there's some kickouts for specific professions. Like if you are a school teacher, there's no problem because you're not going to be racing around. You're usually fairly responsible. You're going to be driving from home to work to the grocery store and back, not mm -hmm. cost risk. We kind of highlighted on convertibility. Convertibility is at the end of that term, you're able to convert it to a whole life policy or another term. And you would, of course, go by the provisions in that policy stating, you know, whether or not you have to go and have proof of good staying health, or if they don't look at your health and it's an automatic conversion. We also have guaranteed renewability. What that entails is that each year you are renewing that term policy, whether you know it or not. Your premiums are going to stay level for that term. But once that term is done and over with, you could be without insurance or you've aged out and you are going to end up paying a lot more money in the long run because you didn't secure the insurance at an earlier time. And you brought up a good point about premiums. Now, if you do a conversion, it's not going to stay the same because it goes by the age of when the conversion took place. 
So you're going to see an increase in your premium. Okay. We've also highlighted that there are basically two different types of term policy. There is a level term that throughout the term, your death benefit is going to remain level. We also have decreasing term, which is most commonly used for mortgage insurance. Now, when we're looking at this, let's use the example. You have a $200,000 house. When you first buy that house, the house is worth $200,000, and that's what you owe on it. As you pay the house off, the value decreases. The same with your insurance. It decreases as your coverage decreases. They are not in conjunction with one another, but they do follow one another. So at the end, if something happened to me 15 years down the road, I die, then my beneficiary is only going to get a fraction of that decreasing term policy, enough to cover what's left on that mortgage. That's actually what a lot of carriers call it is a mortgage protection plan. Correct. So just know that it is nothing but a decreasing term. You've, you've brought up decreasing and you've also brought up level, but there's a third type out there that a lot of people kind of get suckered into. And, and I hate to put it that way, but it's the truth. And that's term to 100. What that means is you have coverage from whatever age you are at this time to age 100. Here's where you need to pay very close attention. You may have an agent that comes to you and says, I've got this great product. Jackie, I'm going to show you how you can have term coverage till age 100. Jackie's over there. She's like, hot dog. I can get coverage to age 100. And it's only going to cost you $25 a month. Oh, that's really affordable. Here's the disclosure that they don't tell you. That is only going to be anywhere from the first 10 to 15 years of that plan. After that, in most scenarios, you're going to see a premium increase every single year. It goes up and up. Sorry. You won't believe how many people I've had come to me and say, when I first signed up, it was only going to be a few hundred dollars. Now it's more than doubled, if not tripled. Exactly. I've got a client that I helped her because she says, well, Ashley, I got a $50,000 policy and I'm only paying $25 for it. Okay. Can I see your policy? Absolutely. Gave me the policy. We started digging through it. For a $50,000 policy, she was going to put in over $140,000. That is just plain robbery. Do the math, folks. It's simple addition. If it comes out, more than what the policy is worth, it's not worth it. If what you're paying out is more money than what the policy is worth, don't do it. You also need a trustworthy agent that you see every single year. I'm just going to put it out there. Every single year to do a policy review. Let's say, Jackie, you've got a $200,000 house. Great. We got you set up with mortgage protection aka decreasing term well now all of a sudden jackie you've decided you were going back to college you've got student loan debt 
we need to look at possibly a second term policy or if we can up the face amount of that decreasing term to make sure that we have coverage. What I want everybody to get in the mindset of is when you think of a term policy, think of temporary debt. That is the best way to ever think of a term policy. If you don't have temporary debt, great. You're like 1% of the world. Everybody in the United States has some type of temporary debt that needs to be covered. So you do not transfer that debt to your heirs. It's a stopgap, a short fix to help protect your family if something should happen to you. The things that you need to look at with term life insurance is that it is, again, just for a term, a short period of time to cover those short-term debts, but it only gives a death benefit. It has no cash value. Sometimes the provider might ask that you do a paramed or get a health screening. What other advantages or drawbacks could you say? I'm very partial to making sure that a term if you can qualify for it, has that return of premium. It's like going to a mechanic and saying, fix my problems, but take all my money. If you don't have return of premium, the earlier that you can implement this, the better off you are. Because as we stated earlier in this episode, it goes by what age bracket you fall into as to what you can even qualify for as far as the term goes. If I was 60 years old, I do not qualify because of my age to get a 30-year term. If I was 30 years old, maybe I would. But if I'm 60 years old, I'm not paying the prices the 30-year-old is paying. The older we are, the more expensive it's going to get. But plain and simple, that's the way it is. Yep, that's where the duct tape and bubble wrap comes into play. Sure does. <laughs> when you take all of the information that we're giving you to look at your options, you want to make sure that you have a plan in place, no matter if you die too early, live too long, or become ill. There is a piece of the puzzle that I want to talk about on this term. And I know everybody has probably heard this. Buy term, invest the rest. And it is a great concept. The only thing is, it hardly ever happens that way. You really have to take this into consideration. Like we've told you, term, temporary debt. You're already in debt. So are you really at a place in your life where you can risk money by your investments? Are you going to the casino? If you are, let me know. I'll, I, I'll tell you, you might end up losing your rear on it. You need to make sure your debt's paid off and that you've started an emergency fund. The basics, the fundamental groundwork foundation for your future success and your finances. You don't have time and you don't have the money to gamble with. There is an exception to the rule. If you are going to do an investment, make sure it is secure and there are no opportunities there for stock market 
risk. We're going to talk about other plans that you can implement where you don't have that risk of the stock market because we are helping you put a floor underneath your money. Helping you to protect your future. We wanted to go over a few other things that we've already mentioned and covered somewhat in other episodes. The one which Ashley just mentioned, the return on premium, but the riders. You need to also look at what's available with your term policy, because not all the riders are going to be built into the policy. Some you're going to have the added expense of paying for, like your long term. Some policies just have terminal, some have chronic, some have critical. You need to do your due diligence and look into seeing what riders these have built into them and which ones you can purchase. There are also other riders that can be added for adding on a spouse, adding on your child. In my opinion, you don't want to do this. Nine times out of 10, again, read your policy outline. If you're adding on a spouse, it's going to pay for either or not both. Because at that point in time, you might have depleted your policy. If you're looking at adding on a child, please do your research. A child's policy is not that expensive. I just ran numbers earlier this morning to where $15,000 worth of coverage was $6 and some odd change. The good thing about that is it, it becomes a permanent policy. But we'll get more into that on the next episode. One of the other riders besides spouse and children riders is waiver of premiums. What is a waiver of premium? That is if you become sick or incapacitated and you're unable to work, your premiums are going to be paid on the policy by the insurance company. How long do they pay them? Usually on average about six months. Why is it only six months? Well, usually if you've been down and out for over six months, you're looking at long-term disability through the government. So it's their way of making sure that you do not lose your life insurance. And once you get your long-term disability, then you can pick up with your premium payments. Here's a quick little snippet fact whatever you want to call it for you. Jackie, do you know 99% of term policies don't pay out? Really? Why not? Just for that reason, because of people letting the policy lapse. And if you let it lapse, your beneficiary will not get anything and you've lost everything you already put into it. So it really doesn't benefit you to let it lapse. Now we've gone over a lot today about term insurance and there are ways that it can be used so that you and your beneficiaries are gonna be truly the ones that benefit from having these policies in place. But over the next few weeks, we're gonna be going over permanent policies, whole life, final expense, and we're gonna show you how term can work alongside of these other policies to give you the maximum benefits to protect your family, your assets, and your future. I'm just going to make a statement that might have a lot of you thinking I'm completely crazy. All insurance is term insurance. 
So I hope that that intrigues you enough to get you to join us on our upcoming episodes as we do a deeper dive into the different types of permanent policies. Jackie, why don't you tell everybody what our web address is to where they can come and request more information? Our web address is www.ymylpodcast.com. Make sure that you're sharing the information with your family and friends on how they can listen and join as well. Join our Facebook group where you can interact with us with our extra limbs, our computer and our phone. Please feel free to rate, share, like, and comment on the YouTube channel and on Facebook. If you subscribe, it helps us rank up and we greatly appreciate it. We love having you guys here. We love to help you, so let us know what we can do for you. It doesn't matter where you are in life at this moment, we're here to help. If you are a college student, just starting your career or your family, even a seasoned CEO, and everything in between, helping educate you and putting customized plans and strategies in place is our specialty. Giving you the ability to control your finances now and protect your assets for the future. Don't miss our next episode, where we will be discussing whole life insurance. Click the link in our bio to visit our website to learn more and request more information. Make sure you don't miss an episode. Click subscribe to get notifications of what's coming next. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe.